0: Please take your Bibles, if you would, turn to the book of Hebrews in chapter number 11. Hebrews chapter number 11. Uh, we will begin reading in verse number 1, but however, the thought that I'd like to deal with, we'll, we'll pull a little bit out of the chapter from a few different places, but I would say the main thought that I, we would need to deal with this week, if the Lord will be our help, is in verse number 6 of Hebrews chapter 11. But Let's go ahead and begin reading, if we, if you would, with me. In chapter 11, verse number 1, the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by the which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God, but without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll get into the thought that God has for us this week. Heavenly Father, I sure need your help this week. Uh, as I just as I try to preach your word and share the truth that you've given me and deal with the thought you've put on our heart, Lord, I realize how unable I am without you. Father, I need you. I need your help. And I pray that you would work your word in those listening to this message, wherever it may end up. But I know in the We're putting it to the radio, Lord, and we just want you to be able to use it. You said in your word that without you, we can do nothing. Lord, I'm very well aware of that this evening as I record this. Lord, I pray that those listening would be helped and aided by your word. And that you would take your word and work it in their hearts as you see fit. And that ultimately you would receive the glory and the honor for all that is said and done. We pray these things in Jesus' precious name. And according to your will. Amen. I want to deal with this thought today and then throughout the rest of the week if the Lord will help us. On this thought of steps of faith, steps of faith. Now, the verse we I want to really key in at for a moment is verse number six. It says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please Him." Now, as I was trying to, I, I preached this message at my church just just last Sunday. And as I was trying to find God, and this verse just kept on sticking out to me, and so I'd, I'd like to share it with y'all as well to, today, if, if you would allow me to. I just let me ask you this question: Do you wish to please God? I mean, I think that's a fair question to ask. See, a lot of people today they claim to be Christians, they go to church, they do this and that, but other than, than going through the formalities of religion, to me it seems, from the outside looking in, of course, it it just seems that there's very little concern about pleasing him. We know Jesus said before in the New Testament, I, I do always those things that please him, and I know that was uh, recently, um, we we dealt with that as well, but I think if we're not careful, we get the wrong idea about what it takes to please God. I think if we're not careful, we get it in our heads that in some way, shape, or form, we, in our own power and ability, can please Him. But that's not what this verse is telling us. That's not the principle at all that is being taught here. And God's getting across to us... To us, that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Now, this is just the way my mind works, I guess, but if you're at all like me, don't you wish that your name could be put in the hall of faith for all the rest of the world to see, for however long that would be, that they could see what God did? Through our lives. Now, I'm not talking about so that people know who I am. It's you see, if we get that in our heads, then we are totally looking at this in the wrong aspect through with the wrong lens. I'm talking about wanting to please God. I'm talking about wanting to glorify God. But may I say the things that we find of these people in Hebrews chapter 11, they pleased God. Don't you wish you could be? in the hall of faith. Yeah, we're never going to make it to the canon of Scripture. Scripture's complete. But I hope somewhere, somebody will be able to say, by faith, Jimmy Ruckman did such and such for God. I hope that can be said about me when when, when I would pass off this scene. I hope that people can look into my lives and say, "Wow, wow, look what God did. Really, I think it's another fair question to ask is simply this. Can we still make a mark for God in our world today? Can we? You see, we talk a lot. And people say that they believe God can still do a work. But yet, sometimes I wonder if it's just all talk. And nothing serious. I believe that we can. I believe that God wants us to. I believe that God wants to make a mark or an impact in where he has placed us today. I believe he does. I believe he has all power still just as much as he always has and always will. It's not going to change. God's power is not changed. We have. God's abilities haven't changed. There's nothing that he cannot do. We're the problem. Well, here we're given a key that if we're going to please him, it's got to be by faith. Really, if we were just to boil this verse down to two even smaller phrases, it's simply this. You've got to come to God by faith alone, and then we have to continue with God by faith alone. I began to think about this thing of our lives pleasing him a little bit more. And I know that sometimes maybe seems to be a constant theme in a lot of my preaching. But I want to ask this question. What power do we have to live in any way that pleases God? I don't think we do. We don't have power to please God. That is left to ourselves, I mean. Without the Spirit of God. You see, it's easy to try to live in our own ability and think that we are pleasing God. But the Bible tells us, verse number 6 tells us, that without faith, without faith, it is impossible. So the only way we're ever going to end up in the hall of faith is if we live by faith. You see, faith, something about faith, it's not about how strong our belief is. It's not about what we can do for God, but rather what he can do through us or what we would allow him to do through us. So how can we please God? I think it's simple, and we're going to boil this down, if the Lord will help us, To four just simple steps. Hopefully for ease of remembering. You'll be able to remember these. And I'm going to spend a lot of time. Hopefully on the first. Step and then we'll see how the rest plays out. But. If we're going to please God. If we're going to be right with him. If we're going to make a mark for God. In in, in the place that God has placed us at. In the time that God has put us in. Then quite simply, step number one, I want you to understand that faith trusts God. Faith trusts in God. Look with me in verse number four, if you will. There's sort of a a little natural outline maybe that, that kind of falls out in the text here. I'm just going to pick a few different things out here. There's a lot more. We could dig a lot deeper in these verses, but for the for the sake of where I believe God has us going, we don't need to dig as deep as sometimes we would and what we, we ought to, maybe even on our own spare time. But look with me in verse number four. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Now, if we're going to understand this verse, you've got to understand the story behind the verse. What actually happened in the Old Testament? I hate that I have to even, I, I, I sometimes I want to assume that, you, that everybody knows the stories. I have realized recently that's not always a, the right thing to do. There are some people that have been raised in church and for some reason, or at least raised around church, let me put it that way, and they aren't Very familiar with even the basic Bible stories. So I'm going to give you the story. We may have to carry this over into tomorrow, I would say, but I'm going to give you the story here. You've got Cain and Abel. Everybody's heard about them, I think, I would hope, especially in our area of East Tennessee, I would hope you've heard of Cain and Abel. Quite simply, God created the world, God created Adam and Eve, God gave them. a perfect world, placed them in that garden and gave them very few responsibilities and basically one command of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil they were not to eat of. Well, as the the Bible account goes, they sin. Adam plunges the whole human race into sin when he disobeys God. Well, they have two boys, Cain and Abel. Cain is the oldest, Abel's the second. And we find that... There comes a time, there must be some sort of communication God had with them that we never see. But Cain and Abel both bring God a sacrifice. Both wanting to please God. Both wanting to be accepted by God. Abel brought a lamb and sacrificed it. Cain brought the best of the fruit of the ground Abel was a shepherd, taking care of sheep. Cain was, and I guess our word today for it would be a farmer. The Bible says he was a tiller of the ground. And by that first sacrifice, one showed that he trusted in God. The other one showed that he was would rather trust in himself than to have to rely on God. Let me just conclude with this for, for today and we'll have to pick this up. Quite simply, Abel offers a blood sacrifice. Cain offers a bloodless sacrifice. Faith trusts in the blood of Christ for salvation. And until we get our salvation anchored in the blood of Jesus Christ, there will be no such thing as pleasing God in your life. You've got to take the first step. That first step, I'm here to tell you, is salvation. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621, Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email back to broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.